0: I so think. tell me when to go, man. Twenty point two. We are ready.
1: Yeah, we'll get started in like thirty seconds. Any last comments, burps, jokes y'all want to get off? <laughs>
2: Farts
1: too. All that. Oh, let me turn that up.
2: I just want to make sure this camera's n- or this microphone's not blocking that camera too much. Oh so no, you're good, bro. Oh, I see.
1: you ready ready you ready yes sir ready yes sir <laughs> let's do it are you ready hope so <laughs> <laughs> Episode 74. oh well let's get started then shit what are we waiting for all right let me hit these drops and then we get it. Tilo, uh, last name. Campos. Campos. Stilo Campos. Gotcha. All right. (laughs) All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Against the Ropes. I am Gio Garcia. I am alongside Christian Mosqueda. We are back for episode 74. 74. Yeah, man. We're back. another episode another week and two more guests right two guests this evening um we have someone who we had on the phone last week all right so you guys if you guys checked out last week's episode you guys knew a little bit that our guest here was going to be here Mr. Matt Gaver oh yeah welcome welcome
2: thank you guys Thank you. Thank you for having me here. It's
1: a pleasure. It's a pleasure, man. Long time coming, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Can you all hear me well? Yeah. Can you hear each other well? Yeah. All right. Yeah. And we have his trainer, partner in crime, (laughs) Mr. tilo Campos. Thank you. Welcome, 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 guys. Glad to have you here. We know you guys. Come from a little little bit of distance, right? A little far away, so we're glad you guys were able to make it. Bit of a drive, bit of a drive. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having us. For sure, man. What should we get started with, man? I feel like there's a lot. There's a
0: lot. Well, let me just get started. Like, when did you guys start working together? How long has this partnership, uh, uh, how long has it been in
2: place? You say 2017?
3: Yes, about three years, yes. About three years. That, uh <laughs> started as an MMA fighter.
1: Mm, okay, yeah. So how did that come about, the, the first time you
3: guys linked up? So, uh, uh, real quick, if I could say. So uh, Matt was uh, I was training some other guys, and I saw Matt. Uh, <coughs> they were doing MMA, uh, and uh, the MMA trainer asked me if I can work with his hands. So I started working with his hands a little bit. He got in the ring, started doing mitts with him. And I like what I saw, and I said, "Hey, have you ever thought about giving up MMA and becoming a boxer?" And uh, one thing led to another. He came back the next day, and uh, he's just progressed so so quickly, and uh, in a such a short amount of time that uh, it's it's been a it's been a marriage made in heaven.
1: That's what's up. And what did they um, what did you say, Matt, when that idea came about? trading uh MMA for for boxing I
2: kinda I kinda doubted myself at first in that transition uh but the level of belief that mm, that Tilo showed in me you know gave me the confidence to kinda take that that step to make that ultimate decision to mm-hmm. just take a shot in the dark and kinda just start a new journey uh You know, from the short time that I was working with him, getting ready for um, what was my last amateur MMA fight, uh, I feel I had a lot of improvement. I actually won that MMA fight because of my boxing. Uh, I had suffered a a laceration over my my left eye in that fight um, and still just kind of weathered his storm and... and, uh, outboxed him stuck to my game plan um you know he kept trying to take me to the ground and uh i just stuck to my stand up and uh we outboxed him and and you know afterwards he was coming over to us saying man where do you train at (laughs) you know i want to i want to come train with you guys you know i couldn't keep up with you your cardio was so good and i mean he never came in or anything but (laughs) (laughs) um bottom line is is uh you know, the level of belief he showed in me is what made me take that, that step. Yeah.
1: So you didn't grow up a boxing fan or anything?
2: I actually didn't. I never no? even, I never even thought I was going to be a professional boxer. I never pictured myself sitting here right here with you guys <laughs> or, or any yeah. of this, you know, just kind of, you know, God's taking me places, you know, sure. He's opening doors and using this as a a platform for me to just give him glory, yeah. you know.
1: So how does it feel being a professional boxer? You have a few fights under your belt now. I mean, <laughs> something that you never imagined doing. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's a it's quite a trip, man. I mean, kind of getting under there underneath the lights yeah. and everything. You I remember my first uh my <laughs> debut uh was down in uh, at the Agua Caliente Casino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I fought a kid, a uh, touted kid, uh Daniel Cruz, and uh I just remember walking out there and like Seeing, seeing the bright lights and hearing like just every, the music, everything was so loud and and the commotion. Everybody was just like, screaming and chanting. And it's just it's such an unreal feeling being out there under underneath the uh, or, or in the center in the limelight. You know, all the all, everything, all the attention's on you and and it's, yeah. it, it's a little bit to to uh, to take in. To take in, but you know, I I think the main thing is just con control control your breathing and just keep your composure and, mm-hmm. and, uh, you get through it. You just got to think of it. I, I, I keep that yeah. mindset. It's just another sparring session, just another sparring session. You know, somebody who helped me, uh, helps me get through, uh, you know, my fights, uh, s- you know, just maybe just a little message is, uh, one of my old coaches, his name was, this was back when I was, uh, I met him back when I was getting ready for a- an MMA fight. His name's, uh, Spilla, uh, coach Spilla. And, uh, he always tells me, just think of it as a sandbox, man. You're going to go play in the sandbox. And, uh, you know, it's, I mean, you're not playing, but, I mean, you got to have that mindset. You're just going in there to just, you know, get it done. Go in there and have fun. and Yeah. I mean, if you ain't having fun with it, then why are you doing it? Yeah.
1: So that applies to anything in life, huh? Yeah. Amen. Amen. And were,
0: there, were there nerves going into that debut fight
2: for you? There were, actually. I kind of felt like the referee was uh, trying to get in my head a little bit. Uh, Right before the fight, uh, the referee came in the back and he was uh, he he questioned me. He was said, uh, "So how many amateur fights have you had?" And I, I said uh, five. And he said, "Oh wow, well you're kind of rushing into this a little bit, you know? You kind of, kind of quick, don't you think?" I was like, "Ah, you know, my coach <laughs> says I'm ready, so let's let's do this." He says, "Well, your opponent has uh, a little more experience than you. Uh, you know that, right?" And I was like, oh, "Yeah, I know that, but I'm here, ain't I?" <laughs> and uh, you know, I felt like he was he was trying to get in my head a little bit. It did for a split second, but ultimately, when I get scared, uh, because I'm not gonna lie, before every fight, I I am scared. There's there's fear. You know, I mean, if if you're not scared, then you're not normal. And I feel like the way I channel that fear is just by praying. Man, when I my second fight when I fought uh, Omar Juarez, mm-hmm. um, man, I was so so fueled up, so pumped for that fight, man. I was like just pacing back and forth in the, in, the, in the dressing room, just just pleading the name of Jesus. Just like, oh man, I don't even know what I was saying, just <laughs> full of the Holy Ghost, man. I went out there, charged up, man. It was, uh, that's, so that's how, I, that's how I channel my my uh, my energy. I just start praying, oh, yeah. and, and I feel like it gives me peace.
1: That's cool, yeah. man. You know, let's take it back to when we first met you. Uh, what, what was the date on that, Chris? The, uh, the John Sanchez Leon fight. It
0: was December twenty second of twenty
1: eighteen. So we saw. We were calling the fights for all star boxing. Um, you were facing John Sanchez Leon, and we had seen John fight before, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a couple times before that. So we we're like, you know, he's the A side. You know, he's a favorite. And then when we saw you come out there, we were just kind of like, man, this guy Matt is gonna have just a tough time. You know, uh, John is a big welterweight, about six feet tall he like probably barely makes weight every fight you know pretty big dude um but that fight was was a very good fight very competitive it's probably still up on youtube yeah. um if you guys search it up i'm pretty sure you can find it but that's when we first met you um you were able to hurt him right and we we're talking before a little bit before the podcast uh leo santa cruz was uh there ringside with us calling this fight and he had a lot of praise for you yeah. um and we talked about it a little bit, right, about the fight already.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um I mean first back to that fight, I remember like seeing you in that fight and I was like, This guy's not fighting like he's going win too. He's not fighting like he's the, the b side. I was like, He this, this fight is competitive. He's he's giving he's getting the best of John bounce like oh. let me cut you
1: off. I don't think you're on dude. We on, dude. Are you on? You can't hear him, huh? No, I can't hear you. Ye- Can you hear me now? Yes, yes sir.
2: Ah. You're on.
1: Good thing I didn't say much. I was right. trying to get <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get right. your attention right. earlier, but Apologies. Apologies. You know, so we got to exactly correct now. Days. All right. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah so that, back, back to that. To fight.
0: I think yeah. So so Leo was was calling the fight with us, and he's like, "Oh, you guys got to be you guys got to keep an eye on this kid. He he's good. He gave uh Omar a good fight. Yeah. And he they, had seen him before, right? Yeah, he he, he told
1: before. us because we hadn't seen him before, and he was actually the one who told us. Yeah.
0: He's the one that was singing your praises before, and I was like, okay. Yeah. And then I think he did say like, oh no, watch out with this kid. He's good. Like, don't let the the, the record fool you. He is good. He's gonna he's gonna give. Uh, Sanchez lay on
1: a good fight, and man, that's exactly what we saw. And they, they, they recognize that. I feel like because we've had boxers before, and they always say like, "Oh, that kid is tough," or I've seen a spar before. Watch out with him. Like they, I feel like they see it right away before yeah. anybody else.
0: Yeah, and then we saw that come to fruition. I saw your volume punching. I was like, "Oh, okay, this is okay." Like that's right. I, I got. I was like, I want after the fight. Um, we felt a little. We felt a little t- a way how how the fight was stopped. Right or
1: yeah, it was premature stoppage you can say mm-hmm. um, especially because it would have been very very interesting to see the scorecards
0: yeah yeah it was one of those those fights where like uh these 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 rounds are too close to yeah. call yeah you can see it go uh sanchez's way you can see it go uh matt's way yeah. based on volume punching and based on effectiveness but i was like yeah. man this kid this kid's good he's i think he's too good and i and i saw the the omar juarez i was like okay so he's taking on debutants Guys that are probably highly touted, but I was like, "Yeah,
1: this kid's good, man." Like, and right away you can see there was a size differential difference. there. Um, and right away you can see, obviously, you can fight. You got hands, yeah. right? Thank you. But we, Thank I feel you. like we just felt like, if you were fighting a guy, you're in your weight class. Like that yeah. would have probably been a been a W for you, That's because true. we had seen John Sanchez before the fight before you. If I'm not mistaken, he fought at Quiet Cannon. If mm-hmm. you don't remember, if you yeah. remember that, um, he fought a guy by the last name of morales i believe
0: yeah morales had a bad espino
1: oh espino all right so that was a knockout win against espino so he had just come off a knockout Mm. right so there's you know he has a good record he's what six and one still yes john sanchez and the last thing we we heard he had a dispute with his promotional company so he's been out of the ring for a while but Uh he's a very good boxer um do you want to give your take on that fight a little bit? I know we've we've talked about it a lot like personally, but um
2: yeah. Um you know, my take on the fight was uh you know, we got to take we got to take risks to to get places. Um you know, that was one thing that me and me and my coach uh discussed uh was that, you know, taking risks, you know, I don't have a uh a, a touted uh amateur yeah. career
1: and you're 25 years old now is that
2: correct i'm 22 22? 22
1: mm-hmm. what did they get that wrong too on box rick or am i looking at it wrong well anyway continue man 22 no you're, you're 22 yeah. we're adding years uh, okay. <laughs> okay. I, I feel 25
2: <laughs> uh, but my take on that fight was it was a good fight uh i think i i i i think i really caught him in the first round mm-hmm. uh i had him doing the doing the stanky leg dance yes uh well, that was the first round, no?
1: Mm-hmm. First or second, one of those.
2: Yeah, and uh, you know, I think uh, if if that would have been at one at one forty, uh, I think he, I would have had more of a more success, more yeah. of a uh, chance of succeeding mm-hmm. in that one. I think uh, just fighting a guy who's naturally heavier, naturally bigger, uh, your punches aren't going to affect them the same way as you yeah. do fighting somebody who's your own weight. Mm-hmm. But again, you know what? Uh, we took that risk, and, uh, you know, I, I don't look at that loss as a loss. You know, I look at it as a, le- a learning experience, any of my losses. My record's 1-4-1. and one. I got four losses on my record and one draw, but I feel like multiple of those losses have been, you know, robberies, you know, favoritism, you know, being a B-side fighter coming from out of town. You know, we're not just fighting uh, – my your opponent, who's in front of you. You're fighting the crowd. You're fighting uh, judges. Judges, mm-hmm. you know the
1: commission. Commentators. Commentators. <laughs> yeah, uh, nah, you guys, <laughs> I, you guys. I felt like you guys were on my side. I went back and watched the yeah. the
2: video, and 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 I I I take everything that you guys uh, say to heart. Uh, you know, if I got to make adjustments, you know, uh, you know what? It was cool having Leo Leo on that yeah, um, yeah. to to hear him say that he remembered me. That uh, you know. I thought that was super awesome. Like mm-hmm. I'm not really a, a known fighter in the boxing world, but for Leo Santa Cruz to say, Hey, I remember this kid, uh, I think that he won that fight. Mm-hmm. You know, it could have went either way, but they gave it to the other kid because, you know, he's he's a signed fighter, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh you know, it is what it is. I do think that the stoppage was a, a little premature. It was the last five seconds of the last round, mm-hmm. I believe uh he he did catch me you know, yeah. you know he rocked me he, he caught me with the left hook to the body that dropped my hand and then brought it back up top and it rocked me but i still was i i still was there and i was still throwing punches and uh i felt that you know they yeah. should have they should have just let it go the distance you know what i mean mm-hmm. if uh if he would have caught me again then he caught me again that's the sport we signed up for you know what i mean mm. it's uh I get it that you know the refs see things that we don't see from a certain angle, and he yeah. might have just been looking out for me and protecting me. But and I appreciate that from from the refs. But I wish I wish they would have let me do yeah. my thing. You know? you know what? It didn't
1: even look that bad, right? Mm-hmm. And we're gonna get into a. Uh, I posted one on Instagram recently. I don't know if you're aware of the stoppage that happened this past weekend. Where you Correct. saw it? Yes. Did you see it,
0: uh, yes. Matt? Here we go. Take a look. One at second it. left. One second left. Yeah.
3: And he he was walking fine. Yeah, it's not like he wasn't. He following stumbled instructions. a little bit, but he was. He, I mean, so he, he was
0: hurt. But I think that the that the instructions that the that Jack Reese, who's a respectable ref, were was a little confusing, especially at that time, because he just told him to walk.
1: So just to put it into context for Matt, um, the gentleman who was stopped by the ref, he was winning by a lot. You can see the punch stats if you swipe to the right. You can you can uh, see the punch stats there, and it's literally maybe two or one second left, right? Mm -hmm. So, let's get your take on it, because we always uh, talk about it as boxing fans, you know, is it right, is it wrong? Meldrick Taylor against Julio Cesar Chavez, right? We've been talking about it for decades now, but as a fighter, uh, how do you feel about that? One guy is up the whole fight, Um, he got dropped two times in the last 30 seconds or so, and Jack Reese eventually stopped the fight.
2: You know, i didn't i didn't I didn't get to watch that fight yeah um uh, so it's kind of hard for me to you know speak on behalf of those fighters but
1: mm-hmm.
2: i i think that uh they should have uh they probably should have let him finish finish his uh his job what he went in there to do you know he went in there to perform i think that i saw i saw him still still walking fine i mean he he definitely was uh conscious and aware of mm-hmm. of uh his surroundings but i mean again, like I said, the refs have the ultimate decision of our well-being in there, and you know, if they call it, then that's what it is. You know, we we fight to live another day. I mean, I look at, you know, people like Maximov and, you know, the other other guys that have passed away. uh, Rest in peace. uh, You know, all the champions that have uh, recently passed, and, you know, uh, in my weight class, 140, 100 Mm -hmm. lightweight division. uh, I think there were some fights that should should be stopped sooner. Like for instance, I was watching a fight with uh, my coach. Uh, it was uh, Mungia uh, Mungia versus uh, what was his
1: name? Sullivan. Yeah, the o last Sullivan. One? Yeah. Sullivan, man. Spike uh, O'Sullivan.
2: You know, I get it. O'Sullivan's got heart, man. He's. I mean, that's that's how I am. Being being that Mexican Irish, uh, we got the heart of a champion, man. We're gonna keep pressing forward. We're gonna keep coming, keep coming. But there's just a time that it comes just just no more man i mean if if the ref ain't gonna stop it then the c- the coach better stop it you know at least mm-hmm. you know let your fighter live to see, see another day you know don't you know don't don't let him take unnecessary there's a, i think there's a difference between uh taking unnecessary punishment and uh you know stopping a fight early
3: yeah what do you think about it tilo um <coughs> uh, i have a different point of view i think uh the ref knows when the 10-second, you know, they, they give you that warning. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So he's aware of that because yeah. he even says, listen for the bell, listen for the bell. Mm-hmm. It's two seconds. It's two seconds. Mm-hmm. One second in this case. Ch- Chavez, Melter um, Taylor was two yes. seconds. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, by the time he would have said, come on in, the bell would have rang. The guy was up. He would have won a unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. Yes. I get it that the ref, and with all due respect, he's a uh, he's a great ref, probably one of the best in the business right now. But also, that guy's hard work, the yeah. months that he spent in the gym, the sacrifices. Okay, you have to take all that in consideration. Now, I get it if it was a minute left. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen fighters go down three or four times, you know, and uh, aren't responsive. Worse off, and they don't get stopped. So, the ref also has to take, and and everybody has to take consideration. He could have maybe stopped the time, get the doctor in there. Let's look at him, you know, uh, use a little bit more discretion. But, like Matt said, we got to respect their decisions. But we also have to respect, at the end of the day, they're fighters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're fighters. They know what they're getting into. It wasn't a case where this guy was taking a lot of punishment, which mm-hmm. he wasn't. Yeah, He wasn't throughout the fight. He was dictating the fight. He was ahead, probably he, probably you could even argue he went all the rounds. I saw mm-hmm. the fight. Yeah. You could argue he went every single round. Okay, he was out boxing the kid, he was using his reach, okay. Uh, so even if you look after the stop, he wasn't like, he was hurt, he wasn't cut. You know, he walked fine. So you gotta take a lot more consideration, a little bit more discretion, L- just a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I do disagree with is, if the fight will be stopped, let's say with two minutes left, I don't have, I don't have a problem with it being stopped with two seconds exactly. left. You know, well, consistency.
3: That's, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We know that the ref hears when that. Yeah. Ten seconds. Mm-hmm. You got 10, any of the referees? Uh, every single time, listen for the bell, yeah. and they're already almost getting in there to stop it. Yeah. When that's the bell's about to ring, they're in there. They're aware of that. So they, he needs to be able, he I know he was aware mm-hmm. that it wasn't much time left. And I get it that he's trying to protect the yeah, fighter. Yeah. But it wasn't Meldrick Taylor Chavez. Yeah, it wasn't Meldrick Taylor mm-hmm. take, yeah, wasn't Meldrick you, think that's you know what I mean? Yeah. You got to take the totality of circumstances. I, if, if I could uh, uh, reiterate or, or go back a little bit, do you mm-hmm. guys mind? Yeah, of course. that's it, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, One thing that Matt said and, and, and um, you know that uh, on the first fight, that, that the referee uh, uh, went in there and said, you only got five amateur fights. It's true. But um, The referee said that? Yeah. Yeah, you know, that he said he didn't have an amateur, big amateur, wasn't touted. Oh, okay, okay. uh, I respectfully disagree. Having a great amateur background does not equate to being a great pro. Mm -hmm. uh, Howard Davis Jr. won a gold medal in the 76 Olympics. He never became a world champion. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Ricardo Williams. There's a kid that just fought... uh, uh, Ramirez a Cuban oh, kid yeah, Roxanne Ramirez Two time Olympic Two time yeah, Olympic yeah, yeah, gold yeah, yeah. medals <laughs> Got knocked out In the first round Yeah Okay uh, Chavez only had 13 amateur fights Who does it, Chavez Sr One of the top You can argue Top five greatest uh, Boxers of all time yeah. Canelo nice like Alvarez Canelo's Had 20 fights 20
1: Pacquiao
3: Okay yeah. He had 20, 20, 20 amateur fights Yeah So having a great Amateur background Does not equate To yeah. being a successful Or a great pro Um uh, and also, uh, you know, a lot of people have said Matt's taking on a lot of A-fighters, a lot of In boxing is, unfortunately, very political. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're not have the backing of uh, coming out uh, as a touted amateur of uh, De La Hoya's, Al Heymans, Eddie Hearns, Bob Hearns, etc., et you're not going to get a lot of exposure, a lot of love, mm-hmm. unfortunately. So sometimes we have to take risks in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, he didn't go to Tijuana and get uh, oh, what? a lot of easy fights, mm-hmm. which yeah. we could have done. Mm. Uh, with Omar Juarez, uh, I talked, I told Matt. I said we need to knock him out. I told him straight out, we're not going to get the decision. I knew that like, going into the fight. I mm-hmm. told him we're not going to get the decision. We're fighting on uh, on PBC. Uh, he's backed by them. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're probably not going to get a decision. So, but if we put a good show in, it's going to open doors for you. Mm. And all these fights have opened doors for him. We're here now, even though yep. he's one in four. A lot of fighters that are one in four mm-hmm. aren't sought after. Mm-hmm. You know, This kid, every fight he fights, he's practically fight of the night. Yeah. You know, he's a crowd pleaser. He's probably the hardest worker I've ever seen or been around with. Um, he's always in shape. You know, mm. he's a student of the game. He's progressing daily. You know, like I said, when I first got him, um, I saw something and then I said, hey, you know, even though he only started in 2017, and it's only three years, he's moving on. He's moving on. He should be really four and two, in my opinion, yeah. and not one and four. You know, the draw, uh, that w- that was w- part of my French, that was BS, mm. you know. Uh, with Omar Juarez, um, even, even some people, you know, uh, back, uh, behind the scenes says, you guys got robbed. Mm-hmm. You guys, uh, you guys got robbed. Plain and simple. You guys got robbed. They robbed you without a gun.
0: Yeah. You can hear it from the crowd. Usually that's, that's, exactly. that's, the, yeah. Th- that's,
3: that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing, the crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you heard it from the crowd. I've so always,
2: I've always got standing ovations after that fight. Mm-hmm. That was, uh, the craziest experience, uh. I mean, the whole crowd was booing that decision. And then when I walked out to the crowd, the whole, the whole northern section of the of the Citizens Bank Arena stood up for me and started clapping for me. And I was like, I didn't even know who they were clapping for, man. I (laughs) saw behind. I thought somebody, somebody, something was going on that I was missing, man. And and everybody was pointing at me, saying, "Man, you won that fight. You won that fight. You got robbed, bro." and i mean man i, I touched me man I, then i realized that you know what i know i know who the real champion is i know who the real winner is you know at least i won the in the people's heart you know what yeah. i mean and that's something big that you know my coach has taught me is that you know it, you got to win the crowd you got to win the people if you win the people and you're the people's champ you know you're always a winner you know no matter what
1: mm-hmm. and uh, isn't but, that a little unfortunate though because Probably if you would have won, they would have probably never stood up for you like that, right? With that much passion. Yeah. And, and, uh, and it's not going to reflect on your record, yeah. you know. But that's one of the main reasons we wanted to have you here and have this conversation because I feel like that's one of the things that people, uh, I'm sure they notice it, but don't really talk about, you know, yeah. that side of boxing, right? Yeah. The dark side, let's say. Yeah. Right. I'm sure there's a lot of boxers like you who probably deserve a little more deserve Appreciate better that. but they don't get it because like you said he's not signed with one of the names you mentioned the record is not going to show how well you fight yeah. really yeah right so you man. know i
2: i feel like even uh even recently I, I fought in my hometown and i feel like i got fight of the night but i didn't really get the credit or any recognition that i feel i should have you know it's uh it's all towards uh you know who they want to get the recognition who they want to shine and you know I know that but I, kn- I I'm not worried about it I know in, in due time that my time will come you know uh we're we're not rushing into anything we're 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 doing the right things and and uh, I I know I know I got a good coach uh, behind mm-hmm. me you know he's thankfully uh god brought him into my life and he's a a very knowledgeable man very uh a big student of the game i mean this guy is a walking encyclopedia i mean not even <laughs> just about boxing but everything man you you know witty guy i i can't i can't you. yeah <laughs> <laughs> does I, movies apparently uh, i found yeah, out earlier
1: um,
2: <laughs> but you know so i'm blessed to have him as a coach there's the people my sparring competition i mean we make adjustments in between rounds Mm -hmm. and it's like they don't have answers for our adjustments they they you know the guys that i spar with they might be you know they they kind of will come off verb like being verbal talking in the ring or or uh you know just real cocky and arrogant and then uh they start to see that you know we make adjustments and and we're catching them and and now you know they ain't talking no more you know they they, we earn their respect, and, uh, you know, it's,
1: uh, yeah. Let me ask you this. How frustrating is it? Because this last 14th at uh, All-Star Boxing, we had this fight. Jasper McCargo against Jose Hernandez. Jasper McCargo. This is a light heavyweight fight. McCargo was 4-1-1. One, one. He was fighting against Jose Hernandez, nineteen six 6 one right? Uh, one of the judges gave it to McCargo. Two judges scored it a draw. He was apparently very, very frustrated with the decision. He proceeded to curse everyone out.
2: Mm-hmm. I think I saw a clip of that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he cursed the judges out, the commentators, the ref. He stepped out of the ring, he kicked a stool, hit a fan. Wow. Um, he went back into the ring, yelled some more. Wow. Got back out, punched a hole through the wall, and then left. Wow. Um, So obviously, it was very frustrated. But I mean, honestly, in that case, we thought it was a fair draw. Yeah, we thought it was. And if it wouldn't have been a draw, we were favoring his opponent, Hernandez, right? But in your cases, most of the time, we feel like you deserve more. And I'm sure, like hearing you guys, obviously, you feel the same way. So how frustrating is that, really, when you hear that decision? All like you said, all the months of work and training and sacrifices, and then the sacrifice in the fight itself
2: it's frustrating uh you know after after some of my losses you know I I look in my uh I I look in my coach's eye and you know sometimes I feel like I it's a look of like not disappointment but just like you know like you said we work this hard you know to just fall short just that little bit you know for instance the the draw that I have you know I don't think that was a draw mm. at all but I should have made it clear clearer that mm, it, yeah. that it wasn't a draw for whatever reason I didn't make it clear enough and you know I could see that you know and I could see that when I looked at my c- my coach afterward that you know I needed to w- I I got to work harder you know it, it, you know I don't let it get me down I don't let it uh, I let I just let it motivate me um,
3: <coughs> what I tell matt is uh same thing you said, your record does not reflect who you are does not reflect uh when he's getting practically uh fight of the night every single event we're at we're getting fight of the night crowds telling us we're fight of the night um I try to stay uh i, I, I don't i, I one of the posts we put um i said uh, or i commented i said. I don't mind losing. Like I said right now, I I think we should be four and two. The losses that we lost, no problem. Okay, I said we should be four and two. I'm not saying we should be undefeated, okay? I don't mind the losses. I can accept defeats Mm -hmm. because it's how you get up from a defeat that defines who you are, okay? But because Matt is not signed by a promotional uh, company. Juggernaut. Juggernaut (laughs) company. (laughs) And he's not a touted amateur, okay, they didn't have that uh, amateur pedigree or or, uh, career. You know, it's not fair. It's not fair. And uh, like I said, I can accept defeat. What I can't accept is when you get robbed. Don't Mm -hmm. rob the kid. Don't rob the kid because he's not backed. When, like like you said, uh, Leo Santa Cruz (coughs) said we won. Mm You guys said it was pretty close with uh, Leon, okay? Um, it's th- he works too hard, man. Yeah. Not me. I don't. I don't care about me. Mm. He works too hard. He's in there. At the end of the day, it's not me getting punched. Mm-hmm. Okay. All I do is hold mitts, give advice. You know, uh, teach him a little things that I know. At the end of the day, it's him. And when he gets robbed, that's where it hurts me. Mm-hmm. That's where it hurts me. It doesn't. I, I I don't care about me. I don't have an ego, okay, for him, because he deserves more. He he's a great kid, man. He uh, apart from being a, a boxer, he's a great kid. You know what I mean? I love him like a son. You know, I, all my fighters I love like a son, but he's a good kid. You know, he's he's uh, got a good uh, spiritual belief. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's just a good person. But uh, and so when you, when you when you take away all like you say all those months of training. Uh, the hard work the dieting because people don't understand the sacrifices yeah. mm-hmm. you know the sacrifices that fighters make not just him fighters make man it's, it's it, I told him uh, a long time ago and I told the guys in this sport it's not like no other mm-hmm. I don't care if you play soccer at the highest level and with all due respect mm-hmm. to all the other sports with all due respect in soccer you can ask for a sub
1: you don't gotta make weight
3: You don't have to (laughs) make weight, okay? If you are lacking one day or one game, you got 10 other people to depend on. In basketball, same thing. Mm -hmm. In baseball, the same thing. In football, the same thing. And no disrespect to any athlete out there, please. But this is just one-on-one, okay? And it's not the coach. It's not the corner people. It's him and his opponent. And there's no timeouts. There's no... You know, uh, <coughs> let me call a timeout and regroup and call another play, mm. there's none of that. So the bigger sacrifices are I- I- that the kids and the fighters make are like no other. And, and all I say is, is just, just be fair. And not just him, how many other fights have we seen that you are going, what, mm-hmm. are you serious? Okay. And yeah. then you realize, yeah. okay, well he's not the A side. Yeah.
1: Or it makes more money if you get the rematch like the one we're going to have this weekend, yeah. right? <laughs> Tyson Fury <laughs> against Deontay Wilder. You know,
3: uh, Mike Tyson <laughs> said it best. He said, in my era, we were fighters. In today's era, they're businessmen. Mm. Oh. There's, w- boxing is so watered down now. There's yes. so many organizations. It used to be just eight divisions. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Now mm-hmm. there's, I don't know how many, 14, 15, 18? There's junior everything. Okay? <laughs> junior, yeah. Okay? And there's the WBO, WBC, WBA, IBF, IBO, Interim, yep. et cetera, et cetera. There's some guys out there that are not even know our champions, mm. you know? Yeah. A- and, and like you said, I think uh, I'm a student of the game, and there's some guys out there like, I never heard of this guy. Who's a yeah. champ? Like this kid that just fought uh, Kayla Plant the other day. I never heard of him. Yeah, he's getting a uh, title shot. Yeah. yeah. You know? so, so, Matt,
0: going forward, do you feel pressure to look for that knockout or, or several knockdowns to, to, to make it at least like there's no way you can rob me of this?
2: Nah, nah, because because I'm I'm developing as a fighter, mm-hmm. uh, man. From my last fight till even now, I've I've developed so much more. My coach tells me, don't look for the knockout; it's okay. gonna come. Just let your hands go. You mm-hmm. know, it it'll be there. You sit there and look for the knockout; it's never gonna come. Yeah. Y- if you if you if you only throwing, uh, you know, one punch at a time, or you're you're being reactive, not proactive Mm. then you you're always going to be a second too late so be be proactive be the guy that is is uh i'm not saying you know come out here and bull rush the guy but Mm. but be first you know Mm. what i mean always be first uh don't sit there and wait that's one thing that i i've had a a issue with is i i'll wait i'll sit there and, and i'm waiting for something don't 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 sit there and wait just let your hands go and uh i think that's uh that's that's more so like you know where i'm at now is uh just sticking to our game plan and, and and the knockout will come i know the knockdowns will come just trust in the process um accumulation of punches you know if if you don't you know we we train we train to go the distance we don't train to to knock people mm-hmm. out we're, we're training to to go 12 rounds uh you know our training is hard it's not it's not uh you know just power punches it's you know it's it's speed endurance power uh di- just being a diverse fighter mm-hmm. you know well rounding our
1: our uh our arsenal you know yeah. uh. so let's get into your next fight man i know we talked a little about about uh you had a little setback right knee injury yeah right is yeah. that all going well now
2: yeah yeah it's going well um you know, I, I sometimes I kind of still feel like some remnants of my knee pain, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think it's 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 more so up here. You know what okay. I mean? Uh, it, it it comes down to a mental thing, and and uh, I, kn- I know I'm good. So, so you
1: know. April third, Chumash th- Casino Resorts, right? Yes, sir. Matt Gaver against what's the name? Gerardo Alvarez. right? right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: One thirty-eight. Yep.
1: Yep. So tell us more about that
2: well i mean that was kind of a kind of an unexpected fight um i was actually scheduled to fight um what was it uh i think uh february 29th and well actually i was scheduled to fight uh i was gonna take a fight february 14th but we had Mm -hmm. gotten uh, a good offer a better offer for you know my career we got to be smart in our decision making and Mm -hmm. uh you know uh we thought that that was more, uh, conductive to, to us. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, I was, I was having issues with my knee and so we had to pull out for that. And that now this fight had gotten presented, but we have time, you know, and so just play it smart, train smart, don't, uh, you know, when, when I'm sparring, don't, don't get into battles with, you know, with people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Play, you know, be smart when you're sparring, you know, don't just go out there and try and knock each other's head off, you know, actually get in there and try and work with, with one another. Yeah. And, uh, so I'm not hurting myself. Um, so yeah, this fight kind of came about unexpected and I think it's really cool that, uh, this fight came up because I'm actually getting to represent my hometown Santa Maria. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we have, we actually became pretty good friends with, um, with the balderas family okay. uh, with with uh carlos and jose and his father and uh they're great people man they're like family to me um you know they've kind of taken taken uh me and my coaching uh you know li- willing to work with us and help train us and uh or train me um you know Tilo's my head coach and and uh they're willing to you know be be my second and uh I think that's awesome to have their backing uh you know i know we're working with with uh some some great uh coaches and and to have carlos also you know what giving me pointers and and uh you know letting me know where i need to sharpen my game up at and uh i just feel like i i have more of a team more of a, more te- more uh you know like of a team behind more me cohesive team, yeah, yeah more cohesive i just uh you know i'm starting to feel like everything's kind of coming together now you know uh uh it's crazy the difference uh the confidence you have when you actually feel like you're being backed by people Mm. you know you you have Mm. that support um support's a big thing you know going going through so far so far in my journey up until a little while ago it's just been me and my coach uh you know yeah
3: um um, you want to add anything to that Thilo? yeah um like matt said uh uh, the valderas uh (coughs) families are great people uh, Matt relocated to Santa Maria, which is his hometown from Bakersfield. Mm. So um, we discussed it. And so the days, what we got, we got a uh, 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 sort of a split schedule, if you will. Um, he's gonna come up one day during the week, uh, train with me, get some sparring with some of the uh, some pros over here. Uh, and then he'll go back in the days, obviously I still reside in, in Bakersfield and work in Bakersfield. So the days that I, uh, that when he goes back, or the day that he goes back, he'll train with, uh, with the Valderas, I talk to them, they're going to help me out. And then I'll leave Friday after work, get there, we'll train at uh, Valderas uh, School of Boxing, mm-hmm. we'll get some sparring in Friday, I'll spend the night, uh, Saturday uh, Friday night, excuse me, we'll have another training day Saturday, and then I'll come back uh, Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, so I'm still there three days, and then so he'll be with them three days also because oh, of his uh relocation, so it's gonna work out great um you know uh so yeah well we'll we'll there's some local pros too that we sparred in, uh in uh san Maria with carlos Valderas, with with john dato and and some other you know uh, good pros over there great mm-hmm. pros over there so it's it's uh so i you know like I said, I don't have an ego if other folks can come on in and help out it's for him man yeah yeah. there should be no ego you know people mm-hmm. have I've uh, been around coaches that uh they, like, oh he's my fighter my, my way or the high, yeah, yeah, yeah it's my fighter you know yeah. no don't listen to that guy don't know yeah, yeah, man yeah. we can all learn that. heck yeah. I can learn from you guys mm-hmm. you know what I mean we can all learn from everybody you know we can different points of view hey I saw that he does this he does that how about this yeah you know that's a great point mm-hmm. we can all learn the, like I told Matt uh, the trainer that tells you he knows everything and it's this way, mm. get a new trainer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get a new yeah. trainer. Mm-hmm. Right now, fire him. Mm-hmm. Because nobody, not no doctor, not no lawyer, not no judge, not no anybody knows everything. Yeah. Yeah. What, what can we expect from this? Oh, fight man.
2: Now? I was just going to kind of go back to that. I was going to say, you know. I've kind of been like uh, hearing from some of the locals in Santa Maria because this fighter that I'm fighting is also another local from Santa ah, Maria. Okay. Ooh. And so Split it's. Home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm hearing that he's kind of like a a pressure fighter okay. and that uh, you know he's a high volume puncher. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is gonna be a a fight that I I've definitely gonna be good style fight. Magic. Yeah. Fire
3: with fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> style makes fights.
2: Yeah. Yes. Style's yes. Yes. Uh, I'm. Uh, you know we're we're, per, we're <laughs> my coach told me he's foreseeing a a stoppage a sec, uh second you know we're 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 going to we're going to we're going to go for that stoppage I, i'm thinking a second round tko o- okay nice. um it's definitely uh you know he's a he's a uh he's an orthodox fighter and okay. and i'm a an orthodox fighter with the same height uh you know i think this is going to be more so who's the smarter man and who mm-hmm. wants this more and and uh, I know that I'm training hard. Uh, I'm training every day. I'm up early. I'm going to sleep late. Uh, you know, studying or or just keep keeping my mind focused. Mm-hmm. You know, I I got this guy as my screensaver. So every day, every <laughs> time that I see the, I open my phone yeah. or something. I'm looking at his face, preparing myself so oh, that the day mm-hmm. I see him, mm-hmm. it's go time, baby. Hey, it's yeah, not nothing sure. new. <laughs> Check it out. Wow, my phone's off. I turn it off so we don't get any interruptions. Well, <laughs> smart, smart guy. Are smart guy. So you guys know <laughs> that I ain't lying. <laughs> but I, I, this is gonna be fireworks fight, man. Uh, again, April third at the Chumash Casino. Um, my tickets are coming in right now, so you guys can. Uh, anybody who's interested in picking up tickets can uh, contact me uh, through Instagram at Matt Gaver or at my bad at Real Matt Gaver, um, or Facebook. Just look me up, Matt Gaver.
1: That's us up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. One last question. What would you consider a successful boxing career for yourself mm-hmm. at this point?
2: Man, like I like I said, uh I don't even picture myself being here right now. I don't okay. even picture myself I don't even see myself 3 years ago being a boxer. So all I can say is that, you know what, success to me on any platform that I'm given is if I'm if I'm spreading the good news the gospel so you know what I win this fight I get that microphone letting people know who who really is giving me the strength to get through my struggles and to keep me motivated and keep me pushing and and to help me not give up you know I may not I may not get a, a world title shot I may not I may not make a million dollars off of this, but you know what, if I impact lives through my boxing, through my performance, if I'm motivating people, you know, that's where I really get motivated is that, Mm. you know, from all the people, even through my losses, the people that say, hey man, you you motivated me, bro, you're an inspiration to me, bro. I've had people uh, come up and ask me to sign gloves, you know, say, bro, I want your autograph because you're going to be somebody someday that means more of the world to me that's the success that I feel uh means something to me you know I don't know
1: that's a great answer that's a great
0: answer
2: bro <laughs> yeah to me something that that
0: you know called out that wasn't just your boxing because it's the head that you have on your shoulders like I like the way you think man like you have a like let's say take a boxing out of the equation do you have a good head on your shoulders and you you, Thank you you have just uh an essence where you want you bring good you bring a good essence like to to Appreciate wherever you're that. around so like I, I remember telling uh, Carlos, I was like, dude, I, this kid's gonna be something, you know? So like, we wanna follow your career and, and keep, keep you know, just keep uh, sending that positive message, bro. Thank you. Sure. I told you guys he was a good kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're I'm right. right. I'm right.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, just going back to how we met you, um uh, we were gonna leave the lobby and one of our friends kinda saw you from a distance. We were about to get in the car or whatever. And he's like, hold on, I'll be back. I'm gonna go say what's up to him. We're like, where the hell is he going? So we follow him, we're like, oh, he just fought and then so we all just kind of went over and uh, paid our respects you know mm-hmm. we're like hey that was a great fight good show yeah. and that was cool that's that's how we met you you know <laughs> so you're making a difference just so you yeah. know um it does impact people whether you realize it or not mm-hmm. like Thank i said you. my friend is not like the biggest boxing fan yeah he's yeah. more into mma nowadays but even then he was like i'm gonna go say what's up to yeah. him because that's right you know he that's right. did a great do- job tonight, and obviously, see, that,
2: that brought my spirit up that night. You guys mm-hmm. blessed me that night by you guys speaking to me. Uh, yeah. I felt like I got robbed that night. And uh, by you guys, you know, I went back up before I talked to you guys. We went back up to my room, and they gifted me my fi- the fight <laughs> gloves that I fought with that night because okay. they I knew they felt bad. They something, yeah. yeah, so ah. they said, hey, we want to gift you these gloves. And, I mean, we've never had that happen before, and that was pretty mm-hmm. cool. And uh, then to, to have the encounter with, you know, you you guys, you know, great men and and uh that bless my spirit man to let me know just to keep pushing, to keep going forward yeah. and then to have, you know, a, such a, a supportive coach that, you know, just doesn't give up or get discouraged, you know. If he, if I were to see a discouragement in his in his demeanor, I probably would give up of sooner. Yeah. I probably would have just said, "Ha, hey, man, it's not for me, bro." Yeah.
1: How many times you have you told yourself that
2: ha You know, I think that's, honestly, I can't count because sometimes that thought goes through your mind almost every every other morning when you wake up, when when you wake up that early, you know, as boxers. Not every boxer does, but the things that boxers do to set themselves apart, you know, waking up early in the morning, you know, 4.30 in the morning, 5 a.m., it being, you know, 26 degrees outside or Mm -hmm. 30s, you know, it's cold. You question yourself sometimes, but you gotta you gotta have a reminder you gotta stay focused on that end that end vision you know it's not about the now it's about where you're gonna be in the future, mm-hmm. and I just you know that's what I try and keep my mind focused on is not is not the now my now might suck our now might not be you know any what we want it to be I'm not where I wanna be financially or or uh physically or or mentally, but we're working on it, and my end goal is what I just keep in mind to keep me motivated hey.
1: and then something Chris always kind of reiterates is some of the greatest fighters didn't start off on the best you know Soren Visai recently who was one of four the and top, four.
3: One and four? top one in four yep.
1: pound for pound Manny Pacquiao you can say right some losses at the beginning of the career mm-hmm. but That's right I just want to give you a chance Dilo, to if you want to add on to anything
3: uh you know once again uh Matt didn't start at eight years old you mm-hmm. know he started at uh, 18, 18. Um, but I saw something in him and I keep re- I- reiterating to him that, that he's not even in his prime yet. Yeah, 22? 22. You know, 22. I said, I said, sort of a one in four. You know, uh, I said, they'll come, mm-hmm. be patient. Be paid. Rome wasn't built in a day. Be patient, yep. be patient, be patient, and the fruits of his labor are starting to pay off. Yeah. Mm, yeah. you know we're, we're here with you folks. Thank, thank you. We're yeah. here with you thank folks. Thank you. He guys. has a great following. I get honestly, uh, I won't say every day, obviously, but I've gotten stopped on the street and said, "Hey, aren't you Gabor's coach?" They don't say, "Hey, you're, the, you're <laughs> your boxing coach." They say, "Hey, aren't you aren't you Gaber's coach?" And we saw Matt fighting. We that kids, that kids, yeah. man, that kid could fight. You know, yeah. and for where he's come, uh, when I got him, he just, been, like I said, he just got, uh, he came from a defeat in MMA. Mm-hmm. He came from a defeat in a MMA. KO,
2: a KO, I got uh, KO'd by a head kick, I got okay. kicked in the oh, head. And, and,
3: and, and, uh, and, and so when I got him, uh, you know, he trained with me for a little bit, and uh, I said, I said, we're gonna win the next fight, boxing. We're not gonna go to the ground we just worked on stand-up. I'm not, a, I'm not an MMA person. Mm-hmm. I have no idea about MMA or jiu-jitsu or anything. But I said, but we know boxing. And we're going to box and you're going to yeah. win. Any boxing won. He said, hey, give up MMA. Your Stick career boxing. is here. Yeah. Your career is here. And, uh, you know, some people say, don't you think you uh, debuted him too soon? No. We worked, people do understand. Before he even debuted, we were in the gym one-on-one for a year and a half. Yeah. Training mm-hmm. every single day. Day for a year and a half before he even debuted on amateur fight, for a year and a half, mm-hmm. doing just me and him training, 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 train never gave up, you know, uh, never give up. I think uh, one of his first sparring sessions, he got dropped four times, and I told him, or dropped dropped a couple times. I said, "You'll never get dropped again." Mm. He hasn't been dropped since. Nice,
2: nice. You know, I I hear I <laughs> kind of going along with what he said. I heard something one time saying that you know six year or six months of consistent hard work can put you ten years in the future, mm. ten years ahead of where you would have been. And like he said, we were working a consistent, solid year and a half. Mm. And I know that that's the only reason why I was I've been able to hang in there with the people that um, not even hang in there, but be competitive, l- literally and, be yeah. competitive with these guys mm. and. and and get the best of them, and get the best things. of them, yeah. and take it to them, and, and earn beat their them respect. In the eyes
1: of a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Because of that consistent hard work, you know, I feel like a, li- you know, like you said, you feel a little discouraged. Yeah, I do. You know, because I feel like I've worked so hard for so long. But, man, just if I, I just gotta remind myself. You know what I mean? Come on, just six, just six more months of hard work. <laughs> I'll be just that much further yeah, yeah, ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah. keep it going. Keep it going. I mean. I'm yeah. telling you,
3: you,
0: you did not look at. You do not look like you're not like you. It looks like that ring is where you were born to be. Like you do not wow. look like wow, like you just started at 18. Wow, that so means a lot, I would guys. have never thought like, oh, he started at 18. Like wow,
3: no, it, yeah. yeah, Like I said, he's 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 one of the hardest working guys. You know, when when he first started with me after six months, he goes, I'm ready to fight. I'm ready. <laughs> relax, <laughs> yeah, relax. I, know t- I know when. He tells me.
2: He tells me. Sorry, Tilo. He tells me. He's he's told me this. This was his uh his uh. Analogy. Analogy is that he's a baker and I'm the cake, uh. and he's got to know when to put me in and when to pull me out. Because if he pulls me out too early, uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna rot. be falling rot. apart. Mm. Yeah, rot. If he puts if he pulls me out too late, I'm gonna be burnt out. I'm gonna overdone. Be overdone. Yeah. And so you know what. By, you know, kind of, you know, putting that in per, into perspective with, you know, my, my career, man, that, that is s- so true. Because, uh, you know what, we pulled the trigger, I feel like, at the right time. We got a lot of criticism for it, like he said. You know, we got a lot of people saying, oh, well, you should have done this, or you should have done that, or you shouldn't have took this fight. Well, we know what risk we were taking. Yeah. He, he, knew he knows what's best for my career, and, mm-hmm. and uh, look where we're at. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's speaking for itself, you could take uh, like you say,
0: you learn a lot. You learn more from these fights. Yeah, if you got in there with some with some touted uh,
2: individuals. Yeah, that's experience. Yeah, you know, you, you now you know, you no. know, we've asked for rematches for all from all of them, and they don't want it. <laughs> none of them want them. Yeah, none of them. You know, and you know, if any of them watch this, you know that all those, <laughs> you know, I still want the rematch with everybody. You know, but it is what it is, bro.
0: Yeah.
1: all right right, so april 3rd april 3rd coming up shortly chumash casino matt Gavers against gerardo Gerardo alvarez man we wish you the best you and coach wish you you the best of luck man Bro, well, we've got to have you back.
0: Yeah, I wish Appreciate we had more time because we wanted, nah, yeah, wanted to dig yeah. in more into, you know, yeah, not just yeah, the yeah. boxing so life, but like. The, after you get that W. Yeah, that's come right. we have you back. Come right <laughs> back. We'll be glad to come you back. Know. Thank yeah, you very much. That's what's
1: up, man. Uh, uh, what's up, man. You
2: dodged the um, bullet from my body yeah. punches. <laughs> 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 let's do it. <laughs> let's do it real we'll quick. We got time. Oh, we got the map. Oh, we got the map. Yeah, yeah, let's do the map.
1: That one might be a little tougher. We'll do it after the show. But that was Matt Gaber. Last message. And where can we find you? Where can people find you?
2: Last message, man. All I can say is is put God first. That's it, baby. Uh, trust in Him, and and that's why I'm here. Spread the good news to everybody. Um, you guys can find me on Instagram, at RealMattGaver. Uh, go ahead and give me a follow. I'll follow you back. And uh, contact me for tickets. Tickets are starting at $45, and I will have those ASAP. So... Get a hold of me, and uh, I hope to see you guys there and let me put on a show for you. I want to give a shout-out to my sponsor, Mecca Nutrition. If you guys are looking to get the best sports supplements in the game, uh, use my promo code at GAVER15. That'll get you 15% off your whole entire purchase. And um, that's it, guys. Hey,
1: This is our coach.
2: Final message. Oh, I want to say thanks to my coach real quick. Last, hey. before he speaks, I want to say thank you to my coach. He's put up with my moods, my mood swings. <laughs> man, it ain't, It's not easy coaching a, a fighter. I I could. I can tell. I mean, man, we butt heads, and uh, but we always we. You know we. We always see eye to eye at the end of the day. You know what I mean? There's no ego in here. There's no room for an ego in this sport. No. And uh, you know what? It's more with me and him. It's more than just a, a coach and a boxer. It's, you know, he's like a father to me, man. He's, he's been there for me and shown me a uh, belief in me that I don't get from, you know, my father. So uh, I just want to say thank you, Tilo, thank for you. being there for me.
3: My pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, um, final thought is... Uh, Matt said put God first put God first work hard nothing is impossible this kid's record once again does not speak Mm -hmm. for his style Uh, the W's will come Mm -hmm. I have uh, no doubt you know we've taken on great fights hard fights he hasn't ducked anybody Uh, you know once again with Omar Juarez I was told I was crazy I was told I was crazy. The kid was a uh, very touted amateur. Uh, I told I was crazy, and I knew going in once again that was going to be a hard fight uh, but I, I I know in my heart we won. Uh, I asked him for a Ummiach after the fight. <laughs> I said no,
2: you know I, I think it 's funny that the crowd will never know this, but in the first round, right out the back, when I was pressuring him. I pressed him on the ropes and he caught me with a little check left hook that pinched a nerve in my neck and throughout the whole duration of the fight, throughout all four rounds, I didn't really get feeling it back in my left, in my jab hand until the last round. Uh, But I mean, at that point, you know, I, it it was kind of a little too late, but I was fighting him with one hand, my right hand the whole time, and you know still won that fight. You know if I would have had my left hand, uh, I knew we would we would have knocked him out for sure and, and,
3: and if you if you go back and see the fight, even one of the announcers I've seen it, where he said, oh, I think he did something to his shoulder he's, and you can see him where yeah. he's, stretching he's stretching his hand. his hand out, yeah. and when he went back in the corner uh, real quick, when he went back in the corner, when the bell rang, he goes, he goes uh he said uh." my shoulder, I did something to my shoulder, I think I pulled it. I told him straight up, I go, what do you want me to do? Well, I mean, what do you want me to do? Want me to stop it? I said, he said, no, and I said, then shut up. It's a I real Mexican dad. Said, right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I up. said, Top shut up. I said, shut up, number one, because the uh, commissioner was uh, right next to yeah. us, so you don't want to give them anything in to reason. say, hey, yep. doctor, this guy's complaining about yeah. his shoulder. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. I go told him, if you got to say something, tell him my ear. Mm-hmm. Whisper it in my ear. Mm-hmm. I said, what do you want me to do? Stop it? No. I said, then shut up and fight. Just go go and fight.
2: Yep. I mean, I didn't even sit down in between the third and fourth round man i was ready to go i was fired up man the whole, full of the holy ghost bro i swear we <laughs> we won that fight but they're gonna they're gonna duck that fight it's too i'm too tough of a fight for for these these guys uh exactly. you it's
3: know dangerous yeah you know they, they have uh nothing to gain and everything to lose for high risk yeah.
1: high risk low reward that's right man but we want to thank you guys once again for coming by you guys will be back you have agreed right Yes, yes, sir. sir. Yes, Sign sir. that contract right in front of you. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's right. That's and we'll right. have you back. We wish you the best of luck April 3rd. Like we said, follow real Matt Gaver. That's right. And that's it for us, right, Chris?
2: Follow my coach also at uh, DCE Espinosa. Hey, we're hey. on it. Yes, sir. Thank and you that's been
1: much. it, folks. We'll be back against the Rose, the Rose. podcast.
2: It's not too far. I'm gonna I'm gonna check my schedule. Okay.